there are many churchgoers that we have to avoid because they have become dull of hearing. They really do not believe the scriptures, and they show it to us by the things they say and do. We have to avoid those people. We have to work out our own salvation. Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 through 14. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmurings and disputings. We don't have to struggle with these people who are dull of hearing or who show they don't have faith in God, yet they tend church. We don't have to struggle with them and try to persuade them. We don't have to debate against them, and we're pulled down by doing that frequently if we debate against them. Do all things without murmurings and disputings. When a church-going person says something to me that shows me he does not believe the Word of God, if the Word of God is called to my attention while he's talking, I will usually tell him the Word of God. If he is saying something of this world as if it's gospel, and I am reminded of a scripture which shows that what he says is not true and that the scripture says something totally different. If I'm reminded when I'm with him, I will usually quote the scripture to him. But if I am not reminded, and then after he leaves, I remember that scripture, and the tendency is to think, ooh, I wish I'd told him that. No, if God wants you to tell him that, God will remind you of that scripture when he's there with you. That's been my situation. If I am reminded of the scripture after he leaves, I usually believe that God intended that scripture for me, not for the, that other person, so that I could be cleaned up from what he was saying. So do things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse world, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. When God has us say something, we are like lights in the world. And then Paul says, holding forth the word of life. James 1.22, but be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. So many church-going people show themselves to be hearers of the word, but not doers of the word. They think they're doing well. See, they deceive themselves. They think they're doing well because they go to church and they hear what is spoken, but they don't go out and do it. They don't have faith in that word. They are basically unbelievers. Well, they can't take strong meat. They're dull of hearing. 
Hebrews 5, verse 11, of whom we have many things to say and hard to be understood, seeing ye are dull of hearing. For for the time when ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For every one that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. The doers of the word are blessed by God. The hearers of the word who fail to do the word are usually unbelievers and they can't take strong strong meat. God gave me a dream several years ago where I went into a room and along the side of the wall were 10 or 12 baby bassinets. I walked to that area and looked at the babies and I was shocked at what I saw. The babies were horribly deformed. I went from bassinet to bassinet looking down at the baby and at the end of the row was standing my favorite aunt. She was about 45 years old as she stood there, fully mature but she had really bad spots and blemishes on her face. She loved the Bible, but she knew things were wrong at her church, and she stayed at her church, even knowing things were wrong, because she told me she knew things were wrong. But she stayed there. And I think God was showing me that these babies were people at the church who never grew up in things of God and they had just church doctrine and it was wrong and they were horribly deformed, horribly deformed as a result of the wrong teaching. We all have Bibles. We all can read the Bible. And when there's something wrong at the church, well, what I do is I call the pastor who spoke whatever was wrong and discuss it with him. But whether you do that or not, you can't stay in a church where they speak things that are wrong because it will affect you if you do that. There are some people who just do not have faith in God, and they attend church all their life, and they don't have faith in God. I've met two women that way who didn't have faith in God. One was my own cousin. She had been in Church of Christ since she was a baby. My aunt had taken her to church, and she was still in Church of Christ, and she was 97 years old at the time this happened. She told me, she said, Oh, I do well during the day, but I get so lonely in the evening. And I said, Oh, well, you can take care of that. All you have to do is Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication let your request be made known unto God. So when you start feeling lonely in the evening, just turn to God in prayer. 
and tell him this is happening and would he please help you? And he will. About two weeks after that, she told me the exact same thing. She got so lonely in the evening. She had been in church all her life, but didn't do the scriptures. And there was another woman who was in our church group for 39 years before she left. And she didn't have, really, she didn't have faith to pray. She would call me to get me to pray. Her faith was in me rather than being in God. It was very tragic because I told her this many times, but she wouldn't listen to me. She even told me her problem was in Hebrews 3, that she could not enter in because of unbelief. That's what we read in verse 19. If you back up to verse 17, it says, But with whom was God grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believe not? If you don't believe God, you can't enter into his rest, and you will be tormented. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. And she even told me this was her problem. But she never changed. She was with us for 39 years, and then God removed her. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2 says, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest. If we believe what God has said to us, immediately we have the unbelief flee from us because we have the scripture to believe in. But if we do not believe the scripture, we can't have faith in it. We hear the word of God, and we who believe have faith in it and rejoice and enter into the rest of God. But those who do not believe, they continue in torments. We do the word of God, not just hear the word of God. And as we do the word of God, our faith is increased. And as we share it with other people, our faith is even increased more. Philemon, verse 6, I believe, says that. That the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Just today, I was communicating with a person in another city. And I told her this story of something that happened to me in the year 2020. I was thinking of having my 25-year-old car reupholstered. And I heard this from the Spirit of God. Or you could just buy a new car. See, I didn't leave God out of the story. 
I didn't just tell her, we bought a new car. I told her why we bought the new car. Whether she wanted to hear it or not is immaterial. I told her what happened, that the Holy Spirit said to me, or you could just buy a new car. I had just sold a house in Texas. I had the cash for the house sitting in the bank. I had plenty of money to buy a car. I just hadn't thought of buying a car. I was simply thinking I could have my old car upholstered. And the Holy Spirit brought this to my mind. Or you could just buy a new car. And even that night, I told her, I had a dream that I bought a new car. The next day we went out, looked for cars, and bought a new car. The communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. You don't hold it back from them just because you think they might not like it. If you're going to tell the story, tell how God has entered into it. I was always telling this woman what God had told me and how I had done something because I heard from God to do it. At that time, I was playing bridge at the bridge center, and I would hear her telling this story to someone else at the bridge center. But she was telling it this way. Joan put in a wood-burning fireplace at her house, and it's so nice. And I would go up to the group, and I'd say, now, wait a minute. I put in a wood-burning fireplace because one day I was driving down the street and beside me there was a pickup loaded with firewood. And I was thinking, oh, I would just love to have a wood-burning fireplace. And the Holy Spirit said to me, you can do that. So immediately I took action to change my gas logs to wood-burning. See, she didn't bring God into the story. I brought God into the story, but I, I just don't allow things like that to happen. If I'm going to tell the story, I tell how God intervened to cause me to do what I did. And if they try to tell it to someone else another way and I hear it, I will correct it and tell how God showed me to do that. Most church-going people do not like it when you tell that God told you to do something. It makes them nervous. But I, I really won't tell the story without telling how God showed me to do it. The ones who have God will rejoice. The others who attend church but don't have faith in God, and there are so many that do that, they attend church but they do not have faith in God. They will feel uncomfortable because they know they don't have faith in God. When you tell the story about doing the thing that God showed you, they realize they don't have faith to believe that God would tell them anything. But I tell the story that way. Philemon verse 6, that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.